Please leave a message after the tone. You've got seven questions, dude. Your life is going down the tubes. What do you do? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Nude Clan After Dark. I am your host, Caleb. Also, Caleb. And Cameron. And also, Mini Schweiss. Yeah, he, he, he's too shy. Uh, yeah, got the baby on the lap because we're recording on Monday. Because yesterday I decided that I wanted to go do some things. And I was very not great after those things. Like... Like Oktoberfesty things. Mm, nice. And it's not like you had to go to work later that day. Yeah, I thought I'd be okay. But then I realized that, oh, wow, we should have left like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> and then I was super late and I was like, you know what? I kind of feel like ass. Because I, dude, lately. I kind of like feeling drinking more. So. Yeah, I, well, I did feel like that, but it was already closed. <laughs> no, but it really, I just, I haven't been able to sleep like for shit for a, a little while now. And it's. Yeah, today I actually got to do that. But I drank yesterday, so my sleep's not great either today, so it's just shitty. But we're here, we're queer, and we're ready to answer some questions. (laughs) Let's see what we got up here first. Uh, First time caller. Hopefully it's not some bullshit message. God fucking damn it. Oh, we got a complimentary stay. Complimentary stay. If you don't wish to receive any additional offers, press two now. Did we not already get that one like a couple days ago? Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, a couple weeks, I guess, but. <sighs> Fucking automated messages, dude. Like, we just start blocking those numbers. Yeah. We really should. Um, all right, this is a two parter, so I'm pretty sure it's not a machine. But, I mean, that would be quite the feat. Hey guys, it's it's Rob, uh Rob Lennon calling. Figured I'd give you my uh Schweiss like uh first porno purchase or, or rental in this case since since I was back in the old VHS rental shop days. Um oh. the day I turned eighteen, I went to some little podunk uh rental place. You know, first trip legal trip into the back room and you know first it took me a while to trip. find a movie that I wanted. So went found the movie I wanted Put it down at the at the counter, and the the uh, person on the other side of the counter was about a thirty mid thirties uh, year old woman. Looks at it, looks at the tape, looks at me, and goes, "You know, we're having a buy one get two rent one get two free uh, promotion going on. So <laughs> if you want to, go ahead." Okay, so I just had to wander wander back and just grab two more. Just thought it was kind of funny. My first ever uh, rental of of the adult material. I got a bonus too. It was kind of kind of a weird <laughs> conversation with uh, with with the uh, checkout clerk and me, just turning eighteen. If you want more porn, go ahead. You get two more porn free. Enjoy. So, <laughs> figured I'd just share my uh, porn shop or, or or back room adult porn uh, rental experience too. 
Take care, guys. Keep up the great work. Bye. Awesome. That's pretty sweet. Uh, it's all about doing it day one. Because you can't huh. now. you got to exercise your freedoms, you know? That's what you do. Huh. You guys not do that? Day one? Yeah. No. Oh. No, with the, we had online porn. Well, yeah, so did I, but it was the, it's not the, it's not the utility of the porn that you buy. No, it's twice. You don't understand. You know that thing that's like, are you 18? You can click that without a guilty conscience, and then it's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true, but. It's the fact that I can go buy it now. That society has allowed me to, and there, I can publicly exercise that. There wasn't really anywhere around here that had that, though. FYE had like porn. We had, yeah, FYE was like the only one, though, and you had to actually buy it. It wasn't like a rental place. Well, yeah. We had like Blockbuster and Larson's Video, and neither of them. Pretty sure Larson's, Larson's Video. Yeah, Larson's got the, <laughs> the, back, the back alley. Uh, Larson, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that there's Larson's a, a dirty little bastard <laughs> behind the behind the store. Yeah, behind like the fucking small cube he's, of a shack got, that it was. He's got like a fucking like shelter like underneath. Yeah, <laughs> where yeah. it keeps all the porn in. That's what it's like. It's like lit with a uh, with a black light. You just go down there and you select your pornos. Uh, dude, they closed down. Did yeah, they really I'm not surprised? What? There's just no market for it anymore. Who well, wants to go rent VHSs? Well, most of his money was being made by the fact that he was, he also, was also a cricket store. Yeah. His cell phone dealer. So He's done now, though, huh? Yeah. Wow, that's the end of an era. He was the last one. Last he, one. In... He survived longer than Blockbuster. Yeah. Well, it was Hollywood video down there. Oh, yeah, it was Hollywood. He did survive longer than almost every Blockbuster. Yeah. There's only, like, a few of them left. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was... That's such such a crazy thing. And, like, they tried to... Blockbuster tried to do something, like, online and stuff, but it was just too late. Yeah. That too just late goes to, to that show market. you. Yeah, that goes to show you. You have to be you have to be ready to evolve at any time. You know, it's like the people that, that got mad at Toys R Us closing. Like, oh, it's all these hedge funds closing the business. And I'm like, it's because the business is trash. Like, I know you have nostalgia for it, yeah, but you Toys can't. Toys R Us overpriced shit by like a shitload, and they and were you can easily find every single one of those toys on Amazon. Yeah, and it's like have it shipped to you. There's no reason why there. Amazon should have a better price than Toys R Us. There really isn't because Toys R Us is huge. It yeah. was like, why is it so expensive? Because they, they they just suck. They try to sell it on the experience, and the experience doesn't exist anymore. So I always get irritated when I see those people that are like, oh, you know, they destroyed our childhood. And it's like, no, the people who run those shithole stores destroyed your childhood. I mean, like, businesses evolve. Yeah. You have to change or you're going to die. Yeah. That's why and it's like, you know, it's, it, one of the dumb things that like the libertarian pages that I, I follow are always like, Amazon will fail one day. And I was like, I mean, probably, but you never know. Amazon buy is in a lot of different areas. Yeah, Amazon. They might not be what. Amazon is not just what you see when you go go to buy stuff. Yeah, Amazon um, is way more. Yeah, like Amazon cloud services, honestly, is, is fucking huge. Yeah. So much of the internet is actually on it. Yeah. So I don't see them failing anytime soon unless like everything's going to fail. Plus they own like a yeah. shitload of like smaller things like Audible and that Comixology, both things that I actually use. So Yeah. Yeah, they they diversified in the right way. Yeah. Yeah, and they bought Whole Foods 
exclusively and for you, the you know, distribution yeah, center. Just, just so that, yeah, that's the whole reason <laughs> they bought a grocery tra- uh, chain. And it's still around. Like Yeah, and you can go to, I mean, yeah, it's still Whole Foods, but then they just needed it for all those door delivery stuff yeah. that they wanted to do. They needed it so they could be like, well, we don't need the post office. So yeah. Here's, here's how we're going to do it. But honestly, that's that's I awesome. would do that too. That's like us getting our own server room to host our own podcasts, which is like ridiculous because like, I don't think it would be that difficult. No, so it wouldn't be, but unless you were on your toes and keeping the server up and stuff like that and willing to troubleshoot stuff all the time, having our own server that we'd manage would probably have a lot more downtime than it would be if we just used someone else's server. Yeah, it's just a nuisance. It's like one of us would have to be like the IT person to make sure the server's running, that you know the drives don't burn out and stuff like that. So, I mean, if we were starting on business and needed our own server, yeah, that's fine. Well, I mean, we do have a business. Yeah, but do we do we have a need for a whole server? It's not uh, like we're building anything. Probably not. I would say probably. It would be awesome. If we were designing our own, you know, I think Limit Break Radio app. has their own RSS feed. They have all of that. So way. if we had our own server, actually, if we had our own server, one way we could use it is to... Uh, basically host a server for things like Conan, Ark, and yeah, yeah. other shit like that. And we could farm Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, farming for Bitcoin isn't what it used to be. You no, it's miss, like impossible. You miss, you miss the train for that. Yeah, I really, dude, I wish I would have done that, and I wish I would have bought stock in Amazon. Or I Facebook. Wish I would have. I would have bought hundreds of dollars of Bitcoin back when they were cents. Yeah, I used to mock like the Facebook stock when it first came out. I was like, pfft. What a failure. And now I'm like, God damn it, man. Fuck. It's not as insane That's as why, Amazon, but my so, God. So it's, it, you can't predict how anything works. That's why you have to diversify. Yeah. That's why you put a little bit of money in a lot of things because one of those might uh, skyrocket. Yeah. Everyone thinks like playing the stocks, right? It's like winning the lottery. It's but really it's really not. It's, for the average person, it's slow and steady wins the race. You yeah. diversify. And you make intelligent choices based... I mean, you can make choices based off of trends, but it's still guesswork because past trends doesn't really accurately affect future things that are going to happen. It might predict it for one year to the next year, but over large scales of time, it's not really predictive because the market changes. Yeah. I mean, the one that I kicked myself over is... uh, Um... Oh, <laughs> it was probably take two because right, it was, I was thinking about buying some stock and it was like 84 bucks. And then after, since Red Dead 2 came out, it's up to like 130 and I wish I would have. And I was talking about it, but then I went back and I looked and I, you know, I looked at the release of Grand Theft Auto 5, barely any change. Yeah. But I mean, the difference there is Grand Theft Auto Five is a sure bet. Like, they know this is going to be a big fucking game. Right. Red Dead 2, it's like the first Red Dead wasn't really that big. Like, it's a big game, but and it's so not like So you're trying massive. to use trends to predict the future. Yeah. And, and it doesn't work. It, yeah. It, 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 it can. can give you an idea of what to do, but, you know... But the the so the shareholders weren't diversifying and having multiple stocks and yeah. many different things is the, really the safest way to go. The reason why it increased so much is because they weren't sure how the re, the re, release was going to be. Like right. they were like, well, the first one didn't sell a whole lot, and this is a really expensive game. So like, 
I don't know. And then like the confidence in it kind of dropped for a little while. And then when it released, it sold like a motherfucker. It outsold the first one by like double or something. Right. It was a lot, well, I yeah. think the the and first one like, oh, okay, kind of gained a cult following over, over time, though, because people would go back to it all the time to play through. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it definitely I, I think that's true of that. So, I mean, even in the area that I know, I didn't I didn't you know, pull the trigger on that. And I wish I would have, cause I could have got a couple hundred bucks. You know, if you see a stock that's reasonably priced, like you buy low, whenever stock feels like it's low enough, what you're comfortable with in investing, you just go for it. Um, make sure it's, you know, somewhat of a stable business. Mm. Yeah. Riveting. <laughs> Oh, that's a good good outlook there, kid. Yeah, yeah. I, I one thing about the uh, the e currency though, I had one friend who made a decent amount of money just by uh, doing currency exchange, where you put a whole bunch of money into a cheaper currency, and yeah, then wait yeah. for that currency to go up, and then you trade it back out to something else. Mm-hmm. And he would just do it among e currencies up until he could cash out a few thousand dollars off of the few hundred he'd put in. I kind of want to do that, like, just buy, like, whatever the Venezuelan coins are. Just put, like, a couple hundred bucks in Venezuelan. Currency trading can be not as a good of a return because you're literally just trading currencies back and forth. Yeah, that's true. In most places, they won't jump that much. Right. And the, the only reason why you can do it in Bitcoin right now is because all of them are so volatile that if you're like you really have to fucking pay attention to what what what's going on yeah because if you dump all your money into a currency that's now on the decline your buying power of other currencies go away yeah so but you got to sell fast when you get when you sell and that's part of why it's so volatile is because people are doing that yeah it's interesting how it's funny when people talk about like oh that's just fake money and it's like you know, it's, all of it's, it's money if someone treats it as money. That's all you, all it takes is the belief that it is money. If someone believes it has value, it has value. And it has a lot of fucking value in terms of U.S. dollars. Even now, after the after it fell out for a while, like it's still worth a shitload. Yeah. It's not as much, but yeah. So, diversify. Not that it has anything to do with what that guy said. But let's see what his second part is. We got another one here. Hey, new clan. It's Rob again. Got one more porn story I thought about just in my last. When I was in grade school and high school, I was a paper boy. Once again, old school, delivering papers to houses. And I, I knew exactly what it meant when I would come to the house and inside of their mailbox, they'd have a little brown envelope unmarked. I knew what that meant. So I was able to, uh, uh borrow some, some of the uh, penthouses from, from, oh, nice. uh, the houses on my route. Well, That's a good plan. Just return off, take a peek in their mailbox, see if there was a unmarked brown envelope, and go from there. All right, guys. I, think, I hopefully that's all for my porn stories. If I have any more, <laughs> I'll, I'll holler out. But hopefully that's it for me, so I don't come off to too much of a dick. Thanks. Later. So, did you ever get the? Did you ever see that, Cameron? No. So, so I, we I don't was, uh, usually toss it in the mailbox. Yeah. No. Here. no, no. We just run by. I was just uh, in the back of a van. And just uh, the big old sliding door open, you just huck it. And if you miss, you run out and go put it back, you know, where it should be. 
I was I wasn't the bicycle paper boy. I wasn't the one you go through mailboxes because I think uh, putting or taking stuff out of a mailbox is a crime. You should know that. Yeah, I think it is. It's <laughs> not good. Um, I learned that uh, doing door to door flyers. You're not supposed to put shit in mailboxes if you're not, you know, the United States Postal Service. Yeah, that's because it's technically their property. I, th- I believe is yeah. how it works. So it's federal property. And so I'd just be in the back of the van going like 10 miles an hour and you'd just, okay, yeah, this house, okay, throw it. No, not this house. Okay, yeah, this house, throw it. Yeah. That's a good plan. I I think if I had one, I would have done it on my bike, but I don't know. That's also a lot of newspapers potentially, so. Yeah, depending on the route you have. And it ain't like it used to be where you could just. Yeah, and it's not a a thriving industry for young young male boys out there anymore. So you're going to be riding that fucking bike for a while, and you're only (laughs) going to be dropping it out to a few of the houses. Uh, you guys want to do another one? Yeah, yeah, why not? Do we have another one? Yeah, not that those were questions, but I think we actually have a question here. Uh, let me look. See Thursday. Okay, I just don't want to have this thing where I do not the first one ever again. So I double check. Chinese. Hey guys, it's footage. Uh, so I'm calling asking if you have any tips on how to fall asleep when you just cannot fucking fall asleep. Uh, so I had like the last like two weeks none where there was like four days where it was like I'm laying in bed and I'm. Kind of tired, but I'm, I'm trying to get there. But then it's just like I hit a wall, and it's like, all right, there's no fucking way I'm gonna fall asleep. So I end up just getting up and working and doing other shit, and then end up like going through a whole day with like one hour of sleep or something. Um, and believe me, man, like I try everything in the fucking book, and it doesn't work. Um, I assume Schweitz isn't gonna be very helpful because uh, <laughs> he probably sleeps more than like a day a month or something. But um, yeah, just kind of curious if you guys have thoughts um, and recommendations. Um, also, on a follow-up to my uh, complaining about cake donuts, I actually had one like a week ago, and it was it was pretty good, man. Um, so you know they're all right. Fried cake donuts are cool. Baked cake donuts, uh, I think that's kind of bullshit, but. Uh, yeah. All right. See you guys. All right. Trying to get to sleep and you can't sleep. Um, I would do melatonin. I was going to say something like that. So your body has a rhythm to when it wants to be awakened, wants to go to sleep. Um, a whole bunch of like different science like about sleep cycles and how, how sleep cycles have changed, you know, since the advent of electricity and whatnot and all sorts of stuff like that. You can go down, but Really, you basically have to stick to a sleep schedule, and once you stick to it, it's easier for you to fall asleep when you're supposed to. I'm terrible at that. So when I fall asleep right away, it's just because I stayed up super late the night before and I was just exhausted. And so it's time you know my body just goes to sleep. But I'm usually just by the end of the week so fucking tired because I always try to push, yeah, push push, yourself. push my time limit of when I can go to sleep for some fucking reason. Yeah, and so I'll well, usually end up five to six hours on average a night during the week. And by the weekend, I'm just I'm too tired to do anything. Yeah, and that's why we started doing the show on Sunday because I think yeah. that's to give you guys the day to just rest. It gives us a whole day to catch up on indie games. We need to be to actually prepare for the episode in a good manner. But then also <laughs> for you because yeah. you have the the sleep schedule to where uh, you were 
up just like five hours before we started recording. Yeah, I was leaving work about five hours before we started yeah, recording. Yeah, so switching it to Sunday and uh, switching, you know, maybe an hour later will help you get the sleep you need. Um, yeah, it's really, you, you got to stick to like, okay, it's this time. I got to stop playing games. Got to stop like watching videos and stuff like that. So you're not looking at the blue light on yeah. your screens and stuff like that. And then maybe for a while, just take melatonin a few hours before bed. Yeah. Um, Alka-Seltzer will destroy you as well. Um, I sleep like Does a baby. It? Yeah. I don't know why, but I, when I, when I, I usually only take it when I'm sick though too. So maybe I'm just tired. Yeah. Uh, but man, it's like the dead. You just wake up and you're like, oh. um, and then heard so. exercise helps you too. If yeah. you uh, work out in the during the day and stuff like that, by the time it's time to go to bed, it's easier to fall asleep, especially if you're really, you know, using your sleep pattern. You're, you're sticking to your, your sleep plan and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, a fan or like a white noise machine can help sometimes, too. If I need you're one that. Of those people. Oh, I uh, need a fan on all the time. Dude, I, I love having a fan. Yeah. When it's too it's quiet, nice. it's just like shifty eyes looking around and you're just like yeah plus you get a little cooler and it's nice yeah actually yeah that's another good point um we actually sleep better colder um when the air in the room is slightly like i think it's somewhere like 60 in like the high 60s where you sleep the best at least that's true for me yeah and so if it's slightly colder in your room for some reason just go go right to sleep um, I don't know. I I, <clears throat> I think the best thing is to just get a schedule down, like Cameron said. So just yeah. always go to sleep at one particular time. If yeah, you have listen to us who don't actually do that. Yeah, if you have structure in your life, it'll be easier to get everything done, I think. And that goes for your sleep as well. Um, there's that. Uh, I would get the Relaxio app on your phone. It has so, white noise. Uh, I just Googled perfect sleep temperature, and it says 67 degrees. Yeah, keep it cool. Make sure it's cool enough that you need a little a light blanket, and then you're good. That's usually what I do. Um, but I'm like, I don't know. I run kind of cold. I think so. I'm just always cold. You were cold. Yeah, I thought you were the the hot one. No, I I feel cold, but I'm like molten hot. Oh, I produce a lot. Maybe of you heat. just have a fever yeah, no, all I'm, the time, <laughs> every day of my life. Just no, a fever. I I I am I'm hot all the time. Yeah. Like I can always do with a little little air flowing past me all the time. Yeah, usually usually I can too, but when I'm sleeping, I don't know. And then it, you know, actually I noticed a difference. When I don't eat a lot during the day, I notice I get colder or I feel colder. And as soon as I eat, I warm right back up. Yeah. Yeah. No, but 67 degrees, oh, something's like, I usually uh, put my, when I go to sleep, I usually put it on 69 degrees and that's usually just good nice. enough. Nice. Yeah. And then during the day, I have it on 74, 75. Yeah, that's usually about what I keep it. Um, also, like, pop your back and stuff. If you do that, like, I don't know. For me, like, when I lay down and I'm, like, kind of uncomfortable, I just go and I just lean my back against the f- bed frame and I just crack it, like, 60 times. Just like... I mean, there's and a... And I'm like, ah, oh, relax. There's a million things that you could do to help you get sleep. And I don't know if you've tried any of them already. If you looked online... You know, from, you know, trying to stick to a sleep schedule to trying out a new bed to see if that's it. Uh, maybe take naps on the floor every so often. Yeah. Yeah, I do that a lot. 
because I wake up. So I get home at like 4.10, and then I usually try to go to bed by 4.30, and then I'm always up by like 10-something Yeah, every day. Um, yeah, I'm always up, or try to be up by 6, because I have to be to work at 7. Yeah. And I try my best to never stay up later than 11.30. Like, I should be in bed by 10.30. Yeah. Um, but, man, sometimes... It's hard, because you work so early, that, and everyone else... Most people don't work that early, so like they're all up and playing and doing stuff, and it's like, ah. yeah, it's it's real hard getting to bed by ten thirty. <laughs> you don't you don't want to not join them. And then, oh man, it's hell when I finally get to bed when it's like a one thirty to two o'clock in the morning. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be an epic nap when I get home. And yeah, and half the day's gone. Like, oh, I get off at like three thirty, and you got a whole day ahead of you. Not when you're fucking tired, you don't. You go home for a quick nap, and you see, lay down like at four or something, and then you wake up at seven. You're just like, fuck. Might as well just go back to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> I've done that a few times where I just wake up after an obscene nap, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm just gonna go to bed again. I've done that before. <laughs> I don't, yeah, it's when harder I- when you have shit to do. Which yeah. we always do. But. It's like, oh, I'm just going to take a quick nap, make dinner and stuff. It'd be great. And you just, and you wake up. It's like nine o'clock. You're like, well, fuck that, I guess. And then just alarm. go back to sleep. You just feel comatose when you get up too. It's like you just got out of a coma. Yeah. It's like, like, you're <sighs> so fucking tired when you wake up out of that nap. You're like, I could so easily just fall back asleep. But if you get up and start moving around, you're like, oh, wow, I'm not going to go to sleep on time tonight because I did that. Yeah. And then you'll be fucked the next day. <laughs> yeah. So if you're going to do the nap, do it. Here, I'll tell you what. Do it on your lunch break, I would say. I'll tell you what. I'm going to try this along with you if you agree to it. I'm going to try that melatonin stuff out. I'm going to try to get to my 10:30 on, you know, bedtime. Um and then, you know, take melatonin an hour or two beforehand, see how well that works for me. Yeah, you should do it. Uh one thing that fucks up my sleep schedule during the week is on the weekends when I feel like <laughs> When I feel like I can uh, stay up later, and I do, and it fucks my uh, sleep schedule for like the first few days of the week. Yeah, yeah, it messes mine up a lot too. Because I I usually reset kind of on the weekends, which I need to stop doing. Um, yeah, I agree. But it's tough when I do nude clan early, and then I go early, and it's like. Yeah, I do nude clan after sleeping for four and a half hours, maybe four, four and a half. And then I'm really tired by the time it's normal bedtime for people. And so I just go to bed then and then I wake up at a normal time. And then I go to sleep one more night and wake up at a normal time. And then I go to work eight hours later, eight or nine hours later. And then I'm like blitzed by the end. So it's not healthy. Um, If you have a schedule, you should really try to keep to it Um, on the weekends. I mean, at least into within like a few hours, I would say like within like a three hour range, three or four. Also, if your uh, data schedule, uh, schedule permits it, you could try out different sleep patterns. Other cultures will do uh, a siesta in the middle of the day, and that's part of their uh, sleep pattern. Um, you could try out some funky ones. I know that uh, one of the original sleep patterns was sleep for four hours, you're up for I don't know, a few hours in the middle of the night, then you go back to sleep for four hours, and then you're up for the day. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I've heard that one before. Um, I did that when I was doing overnights uh my old job. I, I would sleep for four hours before wake up, we could do it, 
and then I would sleep for four hours after. Um, I was still, I don't know if it really worked that well for me. I was still kind of tired, but that is a, that is a legitimate method to do it. Yeah. And if you have a wonky schedule, that's kind of a good idea. Yeah. So you can have a normal life for the most part. Um, you'll just have to go to bed. Like for me, I would have to go to bed at four 30 when I get home and then wake up at eight 30 and then I have to go to bed at like three 30 and then wake up at seven to go to work at seven 30, which is going to be basically impossible, but yeah, I don't know. Going to sleep in the middle of the day is always super hard. Yeah. But I mean, I'll, I'll get home from like, you know, I, cause I've lately I've been walking Jace home from school, which is like a few miles for me and like a mile, a little over a mile for him. Um, so like, that's a good, you know, a good little walk, good workout. And then after that, I usually just do my thing for the day and then I'll, I'll take a couple naps here and there whenever the baby falls asleep. And so just trying to pick up sleep whenever you can helps too. I mean, it doesn't help you get to sleep, but it helps you recover from the lack of sleep. And then on like your breaks and lunch breaks at work, just set your alarm for like 12 minutes and go out to your car, take a nap, wake up, go back in. Sometimes... Sometimes you feel like shit for a little while, but most every time I feel much better. I've had better. to do that uh, nap at nap during lunchtime in my car thing at work before. Yeah. And honestly, man, that, that helped a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I just, you, like, just the fact you close your eyes for a few minutes and actually fell asleep for a second changes it. Yeah. Drastically. You, you feel much better. Um, so that's a great, great way to do it. I, I've, do, I've been doing that a lot. Um, as long as you bring your lunch with you, like... It won't take much of your lunch to eat real quick and then just go go down. Yeah. Um, or you could eat on your first break. And that's something I used to do at my old, my first job. I would eat on my first break and then my lunch break. I would just go into like, they had like this weird area up top where everyone would eat lunch. Kind of above the floor, uh, the work floor. And then like there was this area that would like, we didn't turn the lights on in the back area. And I would just lay down and sleep. <clears throat> there was that and then like even now like if I go sit in the lunchroom or the break room on the tables I just put my head down and I'll go to sleep for like 25 minutes or the couch of filth depending on how I feel <laughs> uh, yeah Jen, it's it's great it makes a huge the fucking difference filth? yeah there's like a really dirty ass couch in the locker room and it's like so filthy but I sleep on it a lot god why what did the people do to it it, we're just, it's just a dirty place, man. There's just all sorts of grime and stuff. So, like, we our bodies have it all over us. When we sit down, it rubs off. So. You got a, you got a dirty-ass job, too, don't you? Uh, yeah, but there's no furniture. Well, that's... You should and have... And if there was, it would just be coated in sawdust. You should have furniture, bro. Wouldn't be grime. How do you get grime from handling letters? It's more than that. There's grease all over the machinery. You have to have grease to have lubrication for moving parts. Can't let those people sit on couches. <laughs> I mean, all of those people. We're all, we all let, of us are those we, people. If we had a fucking couch, we wouldn't let the paint guys or the welders fucking anywhere near that shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, do you not get dirty? Like, do your hands not get filthy? No. Really? Yeah. Do you wear gloves? No. Huh. That's I just, weird. I get sawdust everywhere, but that's about it. What do you have sawdust? Do you sell metal safes? Yeah, but the insides are wood, and oh. and parts of it are uh, drywall. Hmm. 
seems bizarre, but all right. It's the uh, certain safes have to be uh, rated up to like certain temperature for house fires and stuff like that. So there's insulation on the so inside behind no the drywall. So there's exploding bullets. Yeah. Well, it's not that. It just also protect documents and whatnot. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. That's a lot of safe material. Just your, like, and if it was dust. just metal, just a metal husk, yeah, we'll just and stuff it, and stuff, yeah. would just cook. So you got insulation on the inside. That makes sense. Yeah, just try try to get a pattern down and try some light medications. I'd say, um, and then just nap whenever you can. If you did, if that doesn't work, just live a healthy lifestyle and things will be fine. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Feeling depressed? Live a healthy lifestyle and things will be fine. Just lay down for 15 minutes with your eyes closed. That'll help. Yeah, I even lay down on like the benches and stuff. Like it, I don't. Sometimes care. though, when you do sleep, it's like it's good to sleep on a hard surface every now and then. Yeah, yeah. That's why I when I nap, I always nap on the floor because, like, you know. Yeah, I don't like softer beds. Mine's firmer because I can't. I can't do it. Yeah. Super soft. I tried sleeping on a super soft bed once. Couldn't do it. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe that's something you need to do too. Just kind of break up the, what you sleep on. Maybe it's not, maybe it's not a good mattress for you. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Thanks for calling guys. Um, three, eight, five, two, Oh, four, three, nine, two, one. That's three, eight, five, two, Oh, four, three, nine, two, one. Give us your calls. Give us your questions. We'll give you excellent. <sighs> answers boom boom uh yeah so i guess we'll see you guys next time next time Just gone on ignoring.